How you think about food is just as important as what you eat. Today, meet a doctor who's combining neuroscience and the Word of God to improve your mind and body. Right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burnus and I'm glad you've decided to join us today. A lot of people, myself included, struggle with their weight. Our quest today combines scientific research with biblical teaching to improve your health and mind so you can live the life that God intended. Please welcome back to the program the author of the new book, Think and Eat Yourself Smart, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Great you. to have you back. We've spent the, la the last two days talking about your thinking and about real food versus food-like products, mm -hmm. which unfortunately makes up the mad diet, the, Ameri the, the, modern the, American diet. Right, the modern American diet, which is very harmful. Yes. And it's not real food. That's the thing that you really hit home with me. This is not food. And it affects the way we think. We actually, mm -hmm. uh, it, this is causing illness. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, it's damaging and it's engineered. It's, 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 it's planned. Mm -hmm. uh, we could get into the whole political Yep. reasons for that but it's not healthy I, I want to we'll talk more about foods but I want to I want to jump into the thinking part of this because you made a statement uh, earlier on I think in the first program that 80 percent of what we eat is determined by our thinking the 80 20 principle yes. and so we have to get our thinking right it's like the a domino effect we get the thinking right and everything follows so let's jump into the thinking aspect of getting healthier, eating right. Okay. Well, it's, these are, it, it, it's basically eating mindfully. So being mindfully aware of what am I putting on into my mouth? What, you know, what's on my plate? Where did it come from? How did the food that I'm eating, how did it eat? So if you're eating, for example, if you've got a, a beef steak in front of you or something, is that from a conventional cow that's been grown up? Well, a cow that's grown has, has been raised in a CAFO, like a factory. They call them factories, concentrated animal farming <coughs> operations I mentioned earlier on, versus the cow that was allowed to roam free in the pastures and eat all the natural grasses and be a happy cow. Okay, a happy cow with, with eating all the organic stuff. Now, if you just, just for example, just to show you how that the huge impact that that makes in terms of thinking. So here we use our mind to get knowledge. We use our mind to think things through. So let's think this thing through. Why should I choose the happy cow? Meat from the happy cow because just one of the reasons. And this is now using our mind, <coughs> showing how our mind is this 80% factor. The cow that's the happy cow, wandering through the fields, pasture raised, etc. That has a, that cow has a perfect balance of um, the the omega six and omega three fatty acids. So, for example, we should omega six and omega three are very important for our body. It's everything that God has given us. All these things are important. So, omega six increases inflammation in the correct way because sometimes we need to have inflammatory inflammatory factors, and um, then omega three balances it. So we have a, so they, and that's one of just one of their functions. So they have to be in a balance. So when you have the happy cow, they're in a perfect balance of a ratio of 1.5 to 1, omega-6 to omega-3. So you eat it, you're going to get the, you're going to get the correct nutrition from 
from those fatty acids that your body needs. Now fatty acids are very important in, throughout the body but also particularly important in the brain because they lie in the membranes of the brain. So, and as you're thinking, they get used up so they need to be replaced. So we want to replace them with healthy fatty acids, not with fatty acids that are already broken, distorted, hydrogenated fats that are, you know, basically just, they, they don't rebuild the brain. They just don't. They destroy the brain even more. So then your cognitive, your functions, your memory, uh, etc., etc., will get negatively affected by the wrong kinds of uh, amino, the amino acids. So if you have the conventional amino acids, that's what's going to happen in your brain. The ratio is going to change dramatically, and it's going to change from instead of being 1.5 to 1, it changes from 7.5. To, what, to one. So now we've got way too much omega-6. So now we've got way too much inflammation happening in our brain from eating that meat. So when you eat that meat, you've thrown a balance, a perfect wired full of balance out in your brain. Now God's designed you to need a, the correct balance of omega-3 and omega-6. So it may you look the saying? same, but it's really completely no, different. If you totally if you did a chemical breakdown of that, of the, of the grass-fed meat versus, and the, the, versus the industrial meat, radically different. It's radically different and you don't have to know, we don't have to all know the details. What is good to know is to know that, to understand a little bit about what does it, why should a cow be grass fed? What is it doing to that meat? What's it going to do to my body? To get a basic understanding of that and then to make a decision and that's all mind work and then to make a decision to, to eat the correct food. So there's your mind involved in that whole process is all mind. Then it's your state of mind which I've mentioned a couple of times while you're eating. So the modern American diet is going to actually break down the protection around your brain. And when they enter into your brain, they form plaques. And that's also one of the hallmarks of dementia. So we're literally increasing, Alzheimer's is increasing, almost parallel to modern American diet increasing. So, and that affects cognitive fluency, memory, and all the other things that go so alongside that. So diet is clearly, from your, from your study, causing health issues, serious Major, health issues. serious, across the board health issues. To get off the mad American diet, the, the, the modern American diet, the mad diet, you also go through withdrawal. And it's also around about in these cycles of 21 days. Your body works in 20, cycles of 21 days for building thoughts, for healing your body, for withdrawal. It works in these cycles Can of 21 days. Can you reverse everything at, at pretty much any age? Pretty much, uh, you know, at this stage, um, if someone is like 70 or odd or whatever, and they've been eating the modern American diet for years and years, um, you're going to still have, potentially at that stage, you may have caused so much damage in certain of, you know, your liver may be so bad, may be so bad that, you know, it may be hard to completely restore function. But certainly, massive restoration of function can happen with eating properly. But what I cannot stress enough, which leads to your the first question is that we have to change our mind to change our diet. So we can't then go back and eat and think badly. So you change your mind to get your eating right, which people can kind of get their head around that. The hard part is getting people to stay thinking healthy, forgiveness, bitterness, oh, those kind of just things. Just staying on the mind. Mm -hmm. you, you, you talk about conscious, uh, not unconscious, conscious uh, senses. Yes. Uh, explain that to us. Okay, so a large part of the work that I've done is understanding the mind and how it works and the, and the mind um, and the science of thought. So the mind has got an, an unconscious portion and a conscious portion. The conscious portion is what's working when you're awake. We call that the conscious cognitive mind. So that's the part of your mind that's much slower than your... Uh, it's, it's quite slow, um, but very powerful, okay? And it receives information, incoming information. It's driven by your non-conscious mind, which operates 24 hours a day. 
which is very fast, works on quantum principles where our memories are stored, our trillions of memories. We've been building since conception and it's constantly changing. So as we're thinking, we're constantly redesigning our memories. So our unconscious mind is where the memories are being, sort of the belief systems and our memories are stored and they influence, they, they pop up and they influence our conscious mind. Now to get something from the, con from, from the outside to the non-conscious mind to affect our functioning, you actually have to pay attention. And that's one of the things you and I were chatting about. One of the chapters in, in one of my other books that we were talking about on the previous shows talks about the quantum Zeno effect. And I talk about it in this book as well. The quantum Zeno effect is a, is a quantum principle which is quite simply the repeated effort that makes learning take place. So what you focus on is going to grow. Whatever you think about the most growth. Whatever you, so if you are now driving your kids to school and on the way to school you're listening to the radio and there's food ads all along the way to school, there's takeout places, there's billboards with food, you've watched on television, whatever, on your on internet. In other words, there's multiple opportunities to hear about the various different types of convenient food-like products in your daily daily life. Now, if you don't concentrate what you're doing if you don't I mean if you don't concentrate on what you're concentrating on if you're not mindfully aware of what you are focusing your attention on you're just going to let that stuff come in your head and, it, and it'll decide it, for us it it, well it doesn't decide for us. you decide for yourself you by you not stopping focusing on that and saying hey that's not bad that's bad for me by you just letting it go in you focus on it you plant it into your unconscious mind and after 21 days of seeing that same stuff you've built a long-term memory so of we actively have to turn off that garbage exactly we have to turn we have to root it out we have to literally we plant we plant this is fast food advertising this is what it looks like we, we grow a thought in our brain that's toxic and we want this folks. and we want we that want that's this. real food we have to take a, a quick break uh, but stay with us there's lots more ahead with Dr. Caroline Leaf. And later, we'll tackle some of the burning questions that you've been asking about uh, concerning the Bible, uh, faith, Israel. It's a segment that we call Ask the Rabbi. Stay with us. Are you an emotional eater? Does food control you? Have you tried diet after diet only to fail? This new book can help. For a gift of any amount, we want to bless you with Dr. Caroline Leaf's new book, Think and Eat Yourself Smart. It combines biblical truth with science, creating a step-by-step -step plan that will help you manage your weight and enjoy a healthier, happier life. God has given you the power to improve your health, and with this book, you can make it happen. Not only will Dr. Leaf's book help you find renewed health and wholeness, but your support will also help Jewish Voice provide life-saving humanitarian care to Jewish people and their neighbors in desperate need. We've started the work, but with your help, we can do so much more. Anything you can do will make a difference and save lives. If you can share a gift of $79 or more, we want to bless you with Dr. Leaf's new book and these beautifully crafted olive wood candlestick holders, handmade in Bethlehem, just for Jewish voice. Each braided candlestick is approximately nine inches tall with rich tones of color swirling throughout. The olive tree was important to the ancient Hebrews. These candlestick holders are a wonderful reminder of how Gentile believers have been grafted onto Israel's olive tree, deriving sustenance from its nourishing Jewish roots. Remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to be that blessing. Please call or click right now and help us save and transform lives. 
Welcome back. I'm talking with Dr. Caroline Leaf, and uh, she's got a new book, a book you really need to get. It's called Think and Eat Yourself Smart. And uh, you were saying that we are bombarded yes. with, with uh, marketing that actually unless we intentionally turn that off, make, making that decision, we will, we will be victims to that. We are victims to that. Our kids are victims to Absolutely. that. Absolutely. As adults and, and our kids, you're basically planting those food ads because by repeatedly looking at them, you are planting them as a thought inside your mind. So if then you get hungry, oops, what pops up? The food ad it pops in your mind. This toxic thing pops up into your conscious mind. Oh, I'm hungry. I'll go and get, you know, and then that convenience lifestyle. And that becomes a pattern. Whatever you do the most is just going to become habituated. And we call that, we call that uh, basically um, automatization in science. We something becomes automatized so we we've got to consciously realize hey that's what I was thinking that's not okay I've got to replace that so it's a process of learning and one of the major things that is is um, vitally important in um, eating training yourself to read uh, to eat real food is training it's, it's time, it's effort. You have to make a conscious choice. I don't want to eat those foods anymore, which means new lifestyle patterns, new ways of shopping, new ways of cooking. And I've got all of those tips in, I've got um, 12, you know, 12 basic tips in the book to guide you and get this lifestyle There's so change going. There's so much information going. in this book. I made a couple of notes. Um, I, I, I want to read this several times, actually, yeah, because it's so detailed, very, very, very helpful. Knowledge is so essential. Absolutely. in all this uh, because if we don't have the knowledge we're, we just passively give way to very exactly. damaging things, things just con you know. now organic versus conventional I made a note to talk about that because um, organic is not as simple as it sounds okay. uh, we there's an organic fad now but you have to be even more careful than that, right? Yes, because you know, organic. As soon as something, as soon as we vote with our forks, which means as soon as we start as consumers buying something, um, the marketers wake up and say, "Hey, there's money there." So organics becoming very, you know, this healthy way of eating has become very popular. So people have jumped in the organic bandwagon, and where organic that works properly is supposed to be, you know, small farms, few, only a few products. There's certain rules that you're supposed to apply. So you, when, when they say pasture raised. Um, they, they can bend the rules a little bit and maybe those cows are only allowed to roam for the last three, 10 days of their life before they are you know, turning to food for us. Whereas that's not really organic. They're, they're supposed to roam free their entire life and not get fed. You know, they might say it's organic corn, but you, they're not supposed to be eating corn. You know, they're supposed to be roaming the fields, eating the grass and the herbs and all the things in between. And you know, so and and, and like and that that in itself, just as they're walking, that um, puts health back into the soil, so that the soil becomes healthy. Monocultures are destroying the the, the earth. Whereas when you go with normal um, eco agrological egg, um, eco-ecological, eco which is basically real food measuring standards, basically you're going to support the earth. You're going to, in other words, as soon as you eat real food, the earth benefits, the animals benefit, we benefit. So we're moving back into a wild for love mode. So just being really practical, American culture in particular, but it's true Globally. of the whole Western mm -hmm. world, we're just busier and busier, and we don't want to be bogged down with complicated things. What, how do you do, what's the easiest way to make this change. You said 63 days you can you can change your habits. 
you you can it really takes effect the change takes effect if you stick with it for 63 days and we're talking we're not talking about a 63 day diet no. we're talking about a lifestyle this change is a lifestyle that change. diets don't work no. fads don't work no. they, they may cause you to lose weight but it'll come back and It'll the thing is back. that you may, and I mean, there's a, also there's, there's, there's a lot of research showing that if you go on these so-called low-fat and diet foods, they do the same kind of damage to you because they're food like products. So your body is also going to land up with the same. So you may have lost weight. Most of the time you'll actually put on weight but um, with those fat-free things, but they're going to do the same kind of damage. So the whole thing is don't go for fats, don't go for diet foods, don't go for anything that's not real. Um, and get rid the, of the sugar, get, get rid, rid of, of the corn syrup. Get rid of the high fructose corn syrup, get rid of the, anything that's made in a laboratory. And you know, if you're eating real food, like you can have some, you can have sugar, you get sugar in fruit. But if you're eating, like for example, when, when fruit is ripe, it's at its most nutritious and it's at its sweetest. And that's what, it, that's the best way to eat it. And you can't eat a whole bag of oranges, but you can certainly at all in one go. But you can certainly drink, um, like people can drink, I wouldn't touch it, I haven't touched it in years. I don't think I've had Coke since I was a tiny child but drinking like sodas and stuff you can just drink endless amounts people get completely addicted to them and you compare just one glass of coke to or a soda to you have to eat like two bags of oranges two and a half bags of oranges to, and you can't do that and and the coke's doing nothing but bad whereas the oranges are actually giving so you the I nutrition wanna, i want to so. highlight this again because if you eat real foods yes they will you will self-regulate. You will self-regulate. You won't overeat. Exactly. So this is what the 63-day program is. It's, it's based on the science of how our brain rebuilds networks, breaks down toxic networks, and rebuilds healthy networks. So what I'm trying to teach people to do is to actually rewire their brain. So learn about what's wrong and find out in your own mind about what your belief systems were with how you ate. Because until you change that, you won't eat mindfully. Give us some just two or three practical... We don't... You've given us some practical advice on what not to, to eat. We stay away from the things made in a laboratory, or I love the way you say it, laboratory. <laughs> uh, but how do we, how would I begin the process of choosing some really good foods that don't just say organic but are really good for me? Well, to understand, I would look at the definition that I have put into into the book so that people, that you understand what you, the labels you're looking for, local, sustainable, faster raised. So get those words and, and write those words, put them in your iPhone or something. And when you go to the shop, look for things that are fulfilling that criteria. So start it with your, you know, look at your pantry. And I've got, um, I've got definitions in my book of, okay, you know, how to, how to do this. Look in your pantry at how much food-like stuff you have and how much real food you have and in your, in your refrigerator. Look, do the same thing and make a decision to throw, toss out all the bad stuff and go shopping and start looking for the correct stuff based on that definition. There's also some great apps that you can download to make sure that you're getting GMO free, which are the GMO friendly products, you know, that kind of, so, so in other words, just change your mindset with shopping. That's a very big plus. And because where we shop, going to local farmers you, markets. Exactly, and the community supported agriculture where you can just sign up and you can collect your box of, you know, your, your big box of all your vegetables and fruits and meats and eggs. That sounds doable. Everything, that's, that's done doable. for you, you just go pick it up. It's meats, fruits, everything. We just have a minute left uh, just a quick comment on the, the three areas admit it quit, quit it, it and beat, beat it. it and the beat it are the 12 lifestyle tips down to how to cook how to shop how to get your mind right all the time how to deal with your emotions how emotions mess up your so the 12 tips bring the stuff that I've taught in the first two sections into a practical hands-on tool and then this is a lifestyle you just keep doing it I'm so amazed how much you've packed into this book uh, 
I want to thank, thank Dr. Lee for being with us this week, and I really want to encourage you to get this book, Think and Eat Yourself Smart. Listen, it's never too late to get healthy. It's something I'm committed to do before the Lord. He wants you to not only to have eternal life, but he wants you to have abundant life. And I believe that this book is part of that reality, living an abundant life. So get the book, Think and Eat Yourself Smart. It's not too late. You can start today. Uh, up next, questions from our viewers on a new segment called Ask the Rabbi. Stay with us. Your support will also help Jewish Voice provide life-saving humanitarian care to Jewish people and their neighbors in desperate need. We've started the work, but with your help, we can do so much more. Anything you can do will make a difference and save lives. Remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to be that blessing. For a gift of any amount, we want to bless you with Dr. Caroline Leaf's new book, Think and Eat Yourself Smart. If you can share a gift of $79 or more, we want to bless you with Dr. Leaf's new book and these beautifully crafted olive wood candlestick holders. Please call or click right now and help us save and transform lives. It takes 21 seconds to say the Lord's Prayer. Next time, we reveal how those 21 seconds can change the course of your life. Next time on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. We often get questions from our viewers on many topics related to the Bible, to Israel, to the last days. And uh, let's take a, a few minutes now to answer some of them. So the first is a question from Lee who asks, Jesus was supposed to bring peace. You see what's going on on the Gaza Strip. How is it possible that he's the Messiah? Well, Lee, that's a great question, and it's, it's no different than the question that the Jewish leaders were asking uh, in the time of Jesus. If you're the Messiah, then we should be free from Roman tyranny. You should usher in a state of peace. And this has been an ongoing issue uh, within Judaism. With, uh, I was raised with an understanding that Jesus was the God of Christianity. They couldn't be the Messiah because he didn't fulfill the messianic ex expectation to bring about world peace. Uh, so what is the answer? And the answer is that if you look at the prophecies of the Old Testament, you see what appears to be conflicting prophecies because some talk about uh, a Messiah who comes in victory and power and establishes peace, and others talk about this suffering servant who uh, dies, but not for himself. And uh, this is a picture not of two messiahs, but of one messiah that has to come twice to fulfill God's peace plan for the world, the redemption of mankind. It begins with Jesus coming as the Lamb of God to take away the sins of the world, and the existence of free will, and a decision that we have to make that comes about from hearing the gospel and believing. And so he brought peace, but he brings peace to those 
who embrace him and receive peace in their hearts. But he will come again, and the issues in the Gaza Strip will be over. He'll bring in peace, but it comes through the God's eternal peace plan, the Prince of Peace, Jesus the Messiah, and it requires two comings, not two messiahs, but two, one messiah coming twice. So uh, I hope that answers your question. Uh, Bill wants to know, I'm a Christian, but I feel close to the Jewish people in Judaism. Am I wrong to pray Jewish prayers? And Bill, we're all about uh, Christians discovering the Jewish roots of their faith. That's what this program is about. We want believers to understand that the message of, of God is the same from Genesis through Revelation. So many Christians <coughs> excuse me, have a well-read New Testament and the Old Testament, the pages are still stuck together. And they see God as of the Old Testament as a God of, of, um, of judgment and, 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 um, and uh, anger and punishment, and, and Jesus comes and, and brings grace. But God is very, in the old, of the Old Testament, is very much a God of grace. So it's the same message throughout. Jewish prayers are great if they're scriptural. Um, understand that 2,000 years ago, the leaders of Israel uh, made a decision to uh, reject Jesus as Messiah. Many of the first believers, many Jews, the first believers, in fact, uh, were all Jews that came to find Jesus as their Messiah. But at the same time, Judaism as a religion has rejected Jesus as the Messiah. That's changing now. Uh, there's thousands of people like me, Messianic Jews, Jews who believe that Jesus is our Messiah. So you have to be very careful here to make sure it's scriptural. If it's scriptural, pray it, do it, believe it. If it's not, if it in any way diminishes Jesus at the center, Yeshua at the center, then I would stay away from it. But we have lots of great materials on our website that'll be of help to you. We have time for one more, and it's from, I guess, Bingi. That's an interesting name. Bingi's curious, where is God and why has he never spoken to me? I believe, but why can't I hear him? Uh, Bingi, God is always speaking. And the problem is not his speaking, it's our ability to hear. And I guarantee you this, if you join a Bible-believing community where they proclaim relationship with, with the living God, they believe that Jesus is alive, uh, they worship him in their, in their worship, and the, the, there's teaching from the Word of God. If you will spend time, even 10 minutes or 15 minutes a day, reading the Bible, and asking God to open his word to you, and three, spend time just asking God to speak to you and listen, you will hear the voice of God. Because we believe in a God of relationship, not religion. And I guarantee if you make the time, if you get around other people that hear from God and know him and love him, it, you will experience that. I absolutely promise you, do those things and you will enter into a whole new realm of relationship with God. Hey, we love uh, hearing from you, and I love answering these questions. You can write to us uh, by going to our website, jewishvoice.tv, or go to our Facebook page. And who knows, maybe your question will be read on one of our upcoming programs. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Before I leave, though, I want to remind you, as I do in every program, Psalm 122.6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, they shall prosper that love thee. So if you want to prosper, 
Pray for Jerusalem. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Join Jewish Voice Ministries as we tour the Holy Land and celebrate Israel 2017. It's time to honor the 50-year anniversaries of Jewish Voice and the liberation of Jerusalem. On this trip, you'll stay in five-star accommodations as we tour Mount Carmel, Nazareth, Jerusalem, the Mount of Olives, Upper Room, and more. You'll see Jonathan Burness commemorate the recapture of Jerusalem right where it happened. We'll also visit an Israeli military base and enjoy a Bedouin meal. You can renew your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee and participate in an immersion ceremony at the Jordan River. As an added bonus, you can even visit Eilat, the Red Sea, and world-famous Petra. Act now before this once-in-a-lifetime event sells out. Call and speak with our events coordinator to learn more exciting details about Celebrate Israel 2017 or visit jvmi.org slash Israel.